My title today is Promises Will Manifest. Anybody believe in the promises of God? The word promise means when someone has made a vow or a pledge or they sworn to you. In other words, God is saying, I have promised you. I've made a vow to you. I I pledge to you. Matter of fact, I I swear to you, I'm going to bless you. Anybody believes that, 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 that the promises of God are yes and amen? And, and, and we're going to get into that. Go, go to Numbers 23 and 19 real quick. I didn't even get a chance to hit this at the 8 o'clock service, but, but look at this. Uh, but isn't that a blessing? He said he wished above all things. In other words, he was saying, I strongly desire that you, that you prosper, which prosper means to, to, to be whole and complete. Uh, that's not just talking about money, but he wants you to be in whole and complete in your health. He, he wants you to be whole and complete in your emotions. Amen? Uh, uh, anybody ever was at a time in your life where you, your, your soul was just jacked up, your emotions were shot? Just, you, all of us had a chemical imbalance. Can I get a witness? Somebody scream, but God. Now, now Philippians 2 and 5 says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. That's part of the reason why we can act halfway decent now. Can I get a witness? Because we got the mind of Christ. It ain't even you no more. Because even you have been in some situations where you even walked away scratching your head wondering why you didn't act out of character. Because you've been going to church. You actually like the Bible. You actually read it. You don't just know it, but you even trust it now, glory to God. Took us a little time to get there. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and we're still a work in progress. Because once you hit one level, you realize there's another level to hit too. But I'm grateful. Did we put that up? Put up Philippians 2.5. Put up, look at this. We're going to come right back to that. But I love Philippians 2.5 because I know me and you know you. Can I get a witness? Certain conversations you would flip out and cuss everybody out. And you were, you were not the person that was going to apologize. Now that you got the mind of Christ, you actually own a thing or two now. You'll be like, my bad, my bad. Or maybe some of y'all ain't got there yet. Pastor, it ain't never my fault. It's always the other person. You a lie. Now, everything they said about you, some of that stuff true. I didn't say all of it was. But some of it's true. The Bible says, let everything be established by two or three witnesses. If two or three people echo on the same thing, it might not be the whole truth. But it's going to be some truth to it. You got that many people say, come on, somebody. Come on. If three people came to you and said, Pastor Still, three people came to you individually and said that Pastor Still cussed me out. If three people said that, it's probably true. Now, if one person said it, you got to give me the benefit of the doubt. No, my pastor didn't do that. But if it's three, you still tell them, pastor didn't do that. That was Reggie. (laughs) You got Reggie. You must have got Reggie. You didn't even get Reginald. (laughs) You got Reg. (laughs) Put my scripture up. Let Let me get to my text. Let this mind be in you. Somebody say, be in you. 
which was also in Christ Jesus. He wants us to put on the mind of Christ so we can have a different outlook, a different point of view. Uh, it even helps us even think on another level when we have the mind of Christ, which I'm going to get into that because that's going to be my first point. But go, go to Numbers 32 uh, or 23 and 9. God is not a man that he should lie. One thing about God, he won't lie. Then it says, nor is he a son of man that he should repent, which means he won't change his mind. I'm grateful that he doesn't change his mind when it comes to dealing with you and me. Can I get a witness up in here? I am so grateful. Amen. So it says, uh, nor son of man should he repent. Then it says, he had or has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? Look at your neighbor and say, he'll make it good. If he already said it, that seals it. People ask me all the time, Pastor, what is the will of God for my life? That's easy. It's his word. If you ever want to know God's will for your life, all you got to do is read this Bible from Genesis to Revelations and you'll begin to find out not only who you are, but whose you are. And then you will find out what's rightfully yours. You'll begin to realize that he wants you to conquer and he wants you to subdue and that he wants me and you to take territory. Glory to God. So let's, let, let's get into this a little bit. Uh, 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 go, go to uh, Proverbs 23 and 7, I believe it is. Uh, look at this real quick. Yeah, Proverbs 23 uh, uh, and 7. It, it says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he as he thinks somebody say thinks in his heart so is he if we want the promises of God to manifest in our life we have to raise your level of thinking raise your level of thinking your thinking can make you and your thinking can break you how many people do you and I know when we catch up with people at family reunions, they're 38, but they still think like they're 18. They haven't shifted. And all the rest of us have shifted, but you still want to be 21 and we 49 now. Because everything starts with thinking. I believe that most of us that are here today before you got out of certain things, certain jams, you thought your way out of it first. And then even some of us were in toxic environments that dwarfed our thinking. Had your, because so-and-so was broke, you thought you was going to be broke. And so-and-so was broke, and so-and-so went from job to job. It, 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 it even, it, it, it caused you to even dumb your own self down because of your environment. That's why when you read throughout God's word, there were certain people that God had to move out of certain environments so that they can think and see on another level. Anybody here today, God had to move you out of toxic environments so you can think and see on another level? I am grateful that God brought me out of some, brought me away from some messy people. Can I get a witness up in here? And, and I own the fact that I put myself, I, I branded myself with them, but then I realized you messing with my brand. 
You better hear what I'm saying on today. I realize in this life I ain't got but one shot. And, and, and if I'm going to be able to get to where I'm really trying to go, I need to get around people that have raised their thinking. They've taken their thinking to another level. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. People that you see, on, I'm not throwing nobody under the bus, but people that you see under a bridge with a sign, they want a handout. It's because that's the level that they think at. And me and you pass by, and we'll bless them sometime, but then we'll pass by In-N-Out Burger, and they got a hiring now sign. Oh, y'all, I got y'all the because y'all know you're going to work for yours. Everything you got, you had to work for. You had to think for that thing. You, you begin to think that thing into existence. And you begin to believe God. You even thought your way into a promotion. You didn't just get the promotion. But you begin to think, you know what? I got to raise my thinking. I got to elevate my thinking. So that they can really see that I add value to the company. They going to give me not only a raise. But they about to raise me to another level. Of this company they know if this thing if this thing they, they, they know I hold this I'm part of the glue to this place when you call off sick they should get sick be like oh I can't believe Lucy called off <laughs> John then called off again come on somebody real talk so 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 back to this whole thinking piece if you want to see the promises manifest in your life, because a lot of the promises are conditional. There are some people, you know, I grew up in church and they would say stupid things like, God going to do in you what he want to do. No, he ain't. Not if you don't think on another level. Not if you don't get your act together and get your life in alignment with God. Did I say you were going to be perfect? Absolutely not, but... When God sees you giving a perfect effort, he sees you pressing your way to the 9.30 a.m. service. And he sees you making him a priority on Monday. You at least pray for two minutes, praise the Lord. You at least wake up in knowledge and I'm saying, Lord, thank you for opening my eyeballs another day. That's progress. Then just going through your day nonchalantly feeling a level of entitlement like you should just be here. You can abort your destiny. You read throughout this word of God, boy, it's all kind of folk that God wanted to do some stuff with, but they hinder what God wanted to do because you can handcuff God. Your obedience can mess everything up, the lack thereof. You feeling me? So we have to be able to think. On a, we have to raise our thinking to the next level because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's why it's so important that I'm glad we quoted Philippians 2.5 when it says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So I encourage you people of God, if you and me are going to see the promises of God, come on, there's a lot of promises in this Bible that God has vowed, that he's pledged, that he has sworn, I'm going to do it for you. But it's all according to your level of thinking. You know, when I was growing up in, in, in school as a kid, I can remember if, like, if you didn't grab something in school, they would use the term, put your thinking cap on. Remember them days? If you said that now to a student, they'd call 911. And, you know, the teachers would get aggressive with you back then. Reggie, put your thinking, Greg, put your thinking cap on. You do that to a kid, that's child abuse now. Here you are, you trying to challenge the kid to raise their thinking 
And now the parents will be in the, in the office with the principal now. I don't know where we... I'm glad that I came up in the 70s and 80s that they will point in your face and tell you, you're going to get this. You ain't going to nobody recess until you put your dick... But they got they recess. You going to take my recess? My favorite subject? <laughs> You got my attention. I'm about to put my thinking cap on and then whatever you, what else you need me to do? And I'm about to go play tetherball. Come on, somebody up here. Somebody better hear what up. These kids don't know about well, no, no tetherball. <laughs> Boy, my millennials in here went, what did what, what he say, mom? Explain it to him. Tell him to Google it. <laughs> but they would challenge us to raise our thinking, to elevate our thinking. We got to begin to think on another level, people of God. If we want to see the promises of God manifest in our life, put up Philippians 4, 8, and I'll move on to my next point. Uh, look at this real quick. It, it says, finally, brother, whatever things are true, whatever things are notable, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, uh, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are, are, are good of report, if there is any virtue uh, and if there is anything praiseworthy, in other words, think or meditate on these things. Meditate on the things that are pure and lovely. And I like that to think upon the things that are, that are true. Don't you get caught up in facts. Well, the fact of the matter is that uh, everybody in my family has died of cancer. That's where you begin to elevate your thinking, raise up your thinking, be like, the buck stops right here. I will not die of cancer. I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. Well, everybody in my family died of alcoholism. Well, the buck stops with you. You are not going to die of alcoholism. The devil is a lie. I believe that if you say it, you will see it. So you're going to begin to think the opposite that I shall live. Come on, somebody. What did John 10, 10 say? I, he said, I come that you might have life. That you might have it more abundantly. Somebody say abundantly. Which means plenty, which means more than enough. Well, pastor, everybody in my family was broke. Well, that was them. Well, why aren't you broke? Because I think on another level. I've raised up the standard, glory to God. I've elevated my thinking. I, I think and see on another level. I, I will not succumb to what everybody else. I'm an exception and not the rule. Anybody at the 930, sir, no, you will be an exception and not the rule. Somebody in this building scream, I'm the exception. I'm the exception. They can call you cocky if they want to. You tell them, no, baby, I'm just confident, glory to God. For the Bible says that, that he will reward you based on your level of confidence. Somebody in this building scream confidence. Tell people, don't get it twisted. I'm just confident. Put up Hebrews 10, 35 real quick. Hebrews 10 and 35. Speaking of confidence, when you begin to think on another level, people are going to misinterpret your, 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 your confidence as cockiness. You tell them you got it twisted. Tell them, don't get mad because I'm confident and got a little swag. <laughs> Therefore, don't cast away. In other words, don't throw away your confidence, which has great reward. 
people that are being rewarded are people that are confident because people that have elevated their thinking, that they're thinking, they're thinking, they've raised up their thinking to another level, they have been rewarded. So, so, so people are going to be like, oh, what's, well, why are you reading that secular book now? I used to, when I was, you know, a baby Christian and I would watch people read these business books on uh, entrepreneurship, I would think, mm, they ain't spiritual. I was just stupid. Anybody just did stuff out of ignorance? Like Paul was killing people out of ignorance. And just, you know, all of us. Have, and I'm thinking, I can't believe they, well, they need to be reading the Bible. He, reading an entrepreneur book on, on entrepreneurship and having a business and having different streams of income. And, and Jesus is my stream of income. Just stupid. <laughs> you know what I've learned in 40 plus years of living is just because somebody does something different doesn't mean it's wrong. Matter of fact, I've learned readers are leaders. If you ever saw somebody that's a leader, it's because they're a reader. And they read all kinds of different books. Now I find myself purchasing secular books. And I can always put a spiritual twist on it. Rich dad, poor dad. Get a chance, read that book. Boy, that book will set you free. It'll break the spirit of poverty off of your life. And so many other secular books that I've that I've read. Uh, another one, another good one, I think it's Christian and secular called Going From Good to Great. Never settle with just being good. But I believe there's greatness in this building. Anybody know that greatness lives on the inside of you? God didn't just put you in the earth. Good is average. Look at your neighbor and say, God called you to be great. I want you to, yeah, prophesy. Tell them God called you to be great. Don't you go through life settling to be uh, good? Shoot, the devil is a lie. Good is behind me. I'm going after greatness. See, that, that, that's, see that, that's where you got to raise up your thinking. Thinking has to go to the next level. So, so, so number one, in order for the promises of God to manifest in your life, you have to raise up your level of thinking. And then uh, number two is you have to have a yes in your spirit. Go to 2 Corinthians. We were talking about yes in our song, and I love that. Uh, when we grew up in church, they would always sing that. They didn't know nothing else. They were like, yeah, yeah. And after about the 89, yeah, something would break in that church. Can I get a witness? All of a sudden, you start, I believe it. I believe in that, yeah. Yeah, God going to do it. Won't he do it? <laughs> Remember them days? Yeah. Even the drunk deacons would bring the table out in remembrance of, yeah, bread in heaven. <laughs> well, I grew up on that stuff. Come on, somebody. But I remember one day they were saying, yeah, and I was a teenager. By about the 13, yeah, next thing I know, something shifted in my body. Next thing I know, tears was running down my face. I was like, Mama, what's wrong with me? She said, boy, that's the spirit of God that got a hold of you. She said, you said yeah like 11 times. Sometime when you're in your car and you're going through depression and oppression, I dare you to break up, break out. Talking about, yeah, yeah. Something is shifting your mind. Something will shift in your body. And what seemed disastrous, all of a sudden you'll be smiling. All of a sudden you'll be whistling, saying this too shall pass. Because you realize God will never put more on you than you can bear anyway. Somebody give God a praise. 
Somebody scream, yeah! <laughs> Boy, listen. That's why a couple times a year we'll have Throwback Sunday. It's, it's good to bring back some of them old hymns. And it was some of them old hymns that got us through. When we were at the brink of just throwing a towel in and giving up on life, it was songs like that that kept us going. Mm-hmm. Look at this, 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. 2 Corinthians 1. It, it says, for all the promises of God are yes. <laughs> and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. Uh, but look at this. For all the promises, the promises, the vows that he's made, the, 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 him saying, I swear, I'm going to bless you. I swear upon Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I'm going to bless you this day. And we'll get into that text. But, but this text, I love it because it says the promises are, are, are yes and in him, amen. But let, let's focus on that yes, the promises of God. You have to walk around with a yes in your spirit. I don't care if you're going through something that's totally contrary to what you've been believing. Because I've learned in life, sometimes the way up is down. So even in my downtime, I'm still going to have a yes in my spirit. Devil, you can't have my yes. Devil, you can't have my praise. I don't care if you foreclose on my house and repoed a car. I done been there, done that, got the t-shirt in the hat. But even in that season of my life, I refused to lose my praise. It was in that season of my life that I refused to use my yes. Somebody scream yes one more time. Don't you lose your yes. Me and my wife was with Bishop Jakes uh, 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 about two weeks ago, and he was doing some training. And normally he does this thing called Pisca, and, and it's for 40 and older, and, and Gideon is for the 39 and under. But for whatever reason, he felt like, you know what, I'm going to bring both groups together. And he preached a message to us, about 700 of us, called uh, Guts and Gadgets. I said, where in the world is he going with guts and gadgets? Because he says, guts and gadgets equal glory. I said, okay, Bishop. So he talked about the 40 and older. He said, y'all got guts. You're not going to quit. We've been living too long. You got a yes in your spirit. I'm adding that. You have a yes. You, you, you've seen God do too much. I got any 40 and older up in here. You're not throwing a towel in because you got some guts. You done lived a little while. You know about greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. Amen. He didn't give me a spirit of fear but a power, love, and a, a sound mind that this too shall pass. See, we, we speak those kind of languages. Quitting is not even on our radar. Giving up is not even on our radar. God has brought us out of too much to throw the towel in so we got guts a thousand might fall at my side ten thousand at my right hand but it will not come nigh unto me you can say that because you got some guts you would be like Isaiah 54 and 17 says no weapon formed against me only people that's got guts can say that he said but my 39 and under y'all got the gadgets phones and 
Gadgets, like this big old screen. Gadgets. <laughs> Scriptures coming up. Come on, somebody. This ain't an old school church. Might have an old school feel. But we technical around here. We got the gadgets too, baby. I got some folk on my staff that's 39 and under. They be working these gadgets. They didn't taught me how to text and post and Instagram, Facebook, fellas, uh, almost said fellowship, Facebook. I'm still learning, y'all. But he said, when you put all that together, you will see the glory of God. If you got gadgets and you got guts, come on, I got some 40 and older that's, you, you even turn the corner with the gadgets. You, you be posted, glory to God. You trying to be relevant. You just stop calling folk. You texting them now. You big time now. <laughs> I remember when I didn't know how to text and somebody would text me and I would call them back. My wife would be like, baby, you're not supposed to call them back. Now when I text somebody, I just say, man, have a blessed day. I'm praying for you. They call me back. I'd be like, why they calling me? Somebody scream, gadgets <laughs> and guts. Boy, if we got guts and we get these gadgets down, we can't. See, see, the Bible says greater works shall we do. Jesus' ministry was in a 300-mile radius. Now, here we are. We got all these gadgets called airplanes. I can go across the waters in Australia and tell people that Jesus is Lord. Jesus didn't have those capabilities. Come on, he was bound to a donkey. Come on, somebody. But he's still the most talked person in this world and will forever be. But he said, when he was saying greater works, he was saying that our reach would be greater. Why? But why is our reach greater? Because we have people that are thinking on another level. Somebody started thinking this stuff into existence before they really put it into existence. They started thinking if we can just learn how to think on another level. If we can learn how to, whatever season I'm in, I refuse to lose my yes. Look at your neighbor and say, don't lose your yes. Don't, don't, don't lose that. You lose that, council Christmas. You, you lose that, you, you just crippled yourself. You crippled your future. You've hindered everything that God wanted to do in you, through you, and for you. Don't lose that yes. He said the promises of God are yes and amen. Amen meaning I'm in agreement, which brings me to my third point. The power of agreement. We will see promises of God will manifest if we raise up our level of thinking, if we uh, have a yes in our spirit. And then the last thing is that power of agreement. When he said that, that the promises of God are yes and amen, do you realize every time you echo amen back to me, you're saying, I'm in agreement. When you be like, amen, pastor, you're saying, I'm in agreement. The power of agreement will take you places that have your head swimming. Matter of fact, go to Matthew 19, I'm sorry, 18, 19. Matthew 18, it says, again, I say to you that if two of you agree, there it is, agree, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything, somebody say anything, 
that they ask. It will be done for them by my Father in heaven. There are some things that God, our Father in heaven, wants to do for you and I, but he's waiting for you to come in communication with somebody and begin to call those things that be not as though they are. Somebody scream, amen. Uh-huh, you just said, I'm in agreement. That everything, go, go back, go back, go back. I say to you, two of you agree on earth concerning anything. Anything that they ask. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. Proverbs 18 uh, 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 and 21 says death and life is in the power of the tongue. There are some things that God wants to manifest, but he's waiting for you to at least put it in the atmosphere. Some of us came up. Amen. I don't be asking God for nothing. The devil is alive. You get a chance to read Philippians 4 and 6. Put that up real quick. Philippians 4 and 6. Look at this. Look at this. Philippians. So don't ever be one of them. I'm just humble and I don't ask God for nothing. No, that's crazy. It says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests. Let your requests be made known to God. Some of y'all asking for too small stuff. It's time for you to start asking God for some big stuff. Like, Lord, I need you to pay everything off. Tuition loans, car, house. And if there's a delay on it, tell yourself, Lord, I thank you that it's a delay, but I won't be denied because I got a yes in my spirit. I've, been, I've raised my thinking to the next level and I'm standing and I'm trusting that your word, because you said you're a man, that you will not lie, nor the son of man. Will you repent? You said you would make it good. The only reason why we've been in this building for two years and, and three months is because of the power of agreement. Me and my wife walked around this building and we said, let's come in agreement. And, and throw your hand up, lady, in the orange uh, uh, dress right there. Right, right there. Right, right there. Yeah, tap her. Right, throw, your, throw your hand. Me and my wife are standing right there. Can I get a witness? And we came in agreement. Somebody scream agreement. Uh-huh. We both had a yes in our spirit. We, we had to raise our thinking to the next level because we've never had a, a 10 acre, a 1500 seat facility. Uh, we came from the swap meet in the cafeteria. In the, so we had to raise our thinking. You, we had to come in agreement. And, and put it up, put it up one more time. Uh, uh, 18, 19, 18, Matthew uh, 8. And, and again, I say to you, two, if two, somebody say two. See, one will put a thousand a flight. Two, ten. If two of you come in agreement on the earth, not in heaven. I already know I got a mansion in heaven. He, he said on earth concerning uh, anything. That, 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 then it says uh, that and just ask and it will be done. Somebody scream, it's done. it's done. That house you've been believing God for, it's done. What you've been believing God to do, that promotion, it's done. That job that you've been believing God for, it's done. That dream card that you've been believing God for, it's done. That baby that you've been believing God for and it hasn't manifested, somebody scream, done.
uh-huh you need to begin to tell your you need to get you a list of goals and put them on paper or get your gadget out and put it in your phone glory to god and begin to just put done 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 put done by each one of them in the name of prophecy before this building was already renovated already saw it done I saw every dime, I saw every penny coming in. Now, we got a done product, and I'm here to tell you that you already are a done product. If you receive that, somebody give God a praise. Go slap three people, tell them it's done, it's done, it's done. It's done, it's done, it's done. It's done, it's done, it's done. It's done, it's done. In other words, it's done in the spirit. Now wait for the manifestation of it in the natural. The building's not paid off, but I declare that it's already done. Somebody give God a praise. Somebody scream done. Mm -hmm. You need to walk around your house today. It's done. You paid off. I know I signed this three-year mortgage, but I'm believing God that he's supernaturally going to pay this off. Put up uh, Deuteronomy. Uh, 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 uh. What is it? 1 and 11, I think. Put that up. 1 and 11, Deuteronomy. Uh, it says, may the Lord God of, uh, of your father uh, make you a thousand times more numerous. Somebody say, I'm in agreement. See, you just came in agreement that God is getting ready to make you a thousand times more numerous than you are and bless you as he has promised. Somebody scream, he promised, he promised. If you receive that word that he's about to bless you a thousand more times numerous than you are now, somebody give God a prayer. Do I have anybody in the building that has a yes in their spirit? Do I have anybody in the building that's ready to raise your thinking? Do I have anybody today that's ready to come in agreement with, with the word that has been preached today? Somebody give God a prayer. Somebody scream, it's done. If you receive that, come on and give God a hand praise in this place. Come on for 15 seconds. Somebody give God a praise. If you know it's done, it's complete, it's finished. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. I don't care if your educational background is done. I don't care what the devil has tried to whisper to you. It's done. I don't care about past family members and what they went through. I decree and declare over you, over you, over you. It's done. It's done. It's done. Somebody give God a praise. Slap somebody else, tell them it's done. It's done. It's done. There's power in agreement. There's power when we come in unity. There's power when we see eye to eye. There's strong power when our opinion is the same. Somebody scream yes. 
Don't lose your yes. Don't lose your yes. Raise your thinking to the next level. Come in agreement with somebody that you know you and them have a like-minded spirit. Some of you that aren't married, find you somebody that you know that thinks along the same line as you. Not somebody beneath you, somebody at your level that when you touch and agree, y'all can walk away saying, your stuff done, my stuff is done. It's done. Come on and give God a hand praise one more time in this place. Somebody scream, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done.